This is 89.1 WEMU, and I'm David Fair. In 2016, there was a call to build a wall. Now, that was the Trump promise at the southern border of the country. Right now, the Michigan Department of Transportation is planning a project that thousands in Ann Arbor consider to be the state building a wall. This is Issues of the Environment on WEMU, and what I'm talking about is MDOT's plan to build fencing along the Amtrak railroad path through Ann Arbor. As designed, it would cut off unofficial and unauthorized pedestrian railroad crossings and, as some describe it, build a wall right through the city. Our guest this morning is on top of the ongoing discussions. Erica Briggs is a member of Ann Arbor City Council representing the city's fifth ward, and thank you for making time to update us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Now, you've heard me refer to it as a wall through Ann Arbor, as many in the community are doing. Is that what you consider it to be? I do. Um, Yeah, this is a high security fencing um, that would be approximately six miles in length um, over two two segments, um, and it would disrupt access for both wildlife and people. So let's go back to where this started. MDOT informed the city of its plans, telling officials it's an effort to protect pedestrian safety as Amtrak plans high-speed travel with trains getting to 100 miles per hour on its route. Pedestrian safety does seem reasonable, but with its planned fencing, it makes no accommodation for those crossings we've discussed. Why have the city's request for adding such crossings to the plans been dismissed? Well, I think this is one of the challenging pieces. Obviously, um, we're very supportive of the introduction of high-speed rail, um, rail access, multimodal transportation. But um, I think MDOT Rail has been looking at this through a pretty narrow lens. Um, They've been looking to simply solve their issue of individuals on the railroad track um, and not thinking holistically about why people are on the railroad track, um, which is essentially that there haven't been legal and safe access points across the stretch of railroad. And so the more effective way to address this would be to actually provide single crossings. Um, but the simpler solution for us has been to think about a, a fence. Since the year 2020, there have been seven train pedestrian accidents in the area and four fatalities, uh, and everyone agrees that's too many. Do you fear that the protective fencing may actually end up in more pedestrian incidents, but with cars, as more people have to walk along here on River Drive? Well, I don't know what the impact of this is going to be on pedestrian safety, um, but I, I do know that all the previous attempts to um, install barriers have proved to be ineffective. Um, have found a way through um, previous testing that's been put in place, concrete barriers, and that's because um, people want to want to access um, points of interest on the other side of the tracks, so that be the Huron River or parks or the destinations. And so um, the reality is we need to need to focus in on creating safe and legal crossings, not just for people, but also to make sure that the wildlife has continues to have access across this corridor as well. And I do want to talk wildlife in a moment, but I want to ask one more question about the human element of this, and that yeah. is the fact of the matter that uh, there are plenty of people who are illegally crossing the railroads at this time and putting themselves and the trains in potential danger. Is that an Amtrak and MDOT issue, or is it a matter of lack of city and police enforcement and accommodation, or a bit of all of the above? Well, I think it's probably a little bit of all of the above. Um, we need to make investments 
um, in safe access along and across the railroad. And that's something that's been a high priority for Washtenaw County and the city of Ann Arbor in terms of the development of the border-to-border trail. And so that's one of our biggest concerns is that, um, especially along the segment of Huron River Drive, there's been um, a a longstanding project to advance the border-to-border trail there. And what's very clear is if MDOT uh, installs a fence here, that that will... um, impede progress of the border to border trail development and also make it more expensive to, to do that because it's, they're, they're putting a fence up exactly um, the areas that, that have been planned for development of that trail. We're talking with Ann Arbor City Council person Erica Briggs on 89.1 WEMU's Issues of the Environment. Uh, you raised the issue of wildlife. There are a good number of people who have raved uh, concerns about the potential environmental impacts and the impacts on wildlife as well. Do you have a sense of how many trees and how much vegetation might be removed to accommodate this proposed fencing or planned fencing? Well, the- yeah, the details of the project are not out so yet. So in terms of the impact on trees and vegetation, um, that that isn't known yet. Um, what we do know is that this will have an impact on the ecosystem. Uh, there's the, obviously in, uh, humans are trying to get across the, the tracks, and so are wildlife as well. And so, uh, especially with a river on the other side of the tracks, we know that this is um, an area that wildlife want to. Um, we'll want to continue to, to access, and we have nature areas um, also. So we already have a pretty substantial barrier, which is a road um, for wildlife, and in, um, putting up a, a high-security, very tall fence um, will also be really disruptive. Um, the Michigan Department of Transportation has, has studied what the impact would be on endangered species and said there, it would not be an impact, but obviously the ecosystem is comprised of, of a lot more creatures than, than just endangered animals. Are there any concerns that the uh, while well, the fencing prevents areas uh, area wildlife from crossing, that there would also then become a potential overpopulation of some species in concentrated parts of the city? Well, I think uh, again, we just don't know what the impacts of this would be because it hasn't been studied, um, and so the the resources and guidance that I've looked at has said that we should that. Um, that landowners and government agencies should be very cautious about installing um, fences and, and recognize that there will be um, an impact um, on ecosystems, that it fragments and isolates ecosystems, and that um, you know, we're not sure what the impacts are going to be, um, but we can't anticipate that it would be negative just like it would be with humans. You mentioned that uh, MDOT did its own study that shown that endangered species would not be impacted, but uh, some believe MDOT could be violating terms of a memorandum of understanding that it has with the Department of Natural Resources about wildlife impacts or alterations to the ecosystem. Is that something the city's going to further explore? Um. I don't know enough about uh, the details of that to, um, to anticipate, um, you know, what the next steps are on, on this. I, what What is good news is that uh, Michigan Department of Transportation has recently said that they, um, they've they been listening. They've recognized that there is a lot of public concern about this project um, and that they are willing to change the scope of, of this project and extend the timeline um, to start um, working with the local community and residents um, to address a lot of outstanding questions. 
Once again, our issues of the environment conversation with Ann Arbor City Council member Erica Briggs continues on 89.1 WEMU. On October 16th, Ann Arbor City Council did pass a resolution opposing the MDOT plans. That supplements an online citizen petition effort opposing the plan as well that I believe has about 6,000 signatures now. What, if any, impact do you think those resolutions might have? Or has it already had the impact of MDOT reassessing how it's going to take public considerations into account? I think they've had a big impact. Um, Michigan Department of Transportation of Rail, their Office of Rail, um, was was really moving forward um, with this project. And um, they held a public meeting in in September that essentially um, I would characterize as, as simply asking for feedback on which type of fence to, to purchase. And um, since then, uh, resident um, engagement on this on this issue, the, the, the close to 6,000 um, individuals who have, have said that this, this type of project is not welcome in our community, the fact that Anniversary City Council unanimously um, opposed this, um, I anticipate that Washtenaw uh, County is also going to be introducing a resolution in, in November as well. Um, I think it has made Michigan Department of Transportation realize that um, they need to partner with the local community to find a good solution to their problems and also um, to advancing all of our shared goals, which is obviously safety, um, but also access, legal access. And to what level is the city willing to partner with MDOT to assure that there are uh, safe passageways under and over without uh, further inhibiting wildlife as well? Yeah, we are we are 100% willing to come to the table on this. Um, there is a real interest in the park staff, to um, both at the county and the city level, to be working um, in partnership with MDOT. I know that um, there's interest from transportation staff and city council, so we, we're ready and, and willing to, to come come to the table with good solutions. So the construction of the fence hasn't begun yet. I imagine that for some that means there is hope that altering the fencing plans will take place. Do you have specific areas where your hope lies? Is it in those conversations that have yet to take place? Yeah, I think it's in conversations that have yet to take take a look at um, what funding sources can be used. Um, obviously, we have a lot of efforts underway locally in fundraising that's been happening Um by the Huron Water Water Wheel Pathways Initiative, HWPI, that's been working in partnership um, to come up with funding for the border-to-border trail. So uh, we have already have plans locally to advance the the border-to-border trail. Um, And I think that when when state government comes to the table with additional resources, we can address um, additional problems to to make sure that we're improving safety, but um, um, also improving access. Well, there's going to be a lot of folks uh, watching very closely and paying very close attention, and we will be among them, so we'll have the opportunity to talk about this again. Thank you so much for the time and bringing us up to speed today. Thank you, and thanks for, for raising awareness on this issue. And as Ann Arbor City Council Member Erica Briggs, she represents the city's fifth ward and has been our guest on WEMU's Issues of the Environment. For more information on today's topic, visit our website at wemu.org. Issues of the Environment is produced in partnership with the Office of the Washtenaw County Water Resources Commissioner, and we cover new topics for you every Wednesday. I'm David Fair, and this is your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU-FM, Ypsilanti.